Welcome to the Single Parent Podcast. Whether you've been a single parent for a while now or have just started on your journey, the Single Parent Podcast is a safe place for single parents to get some great information and resources, hear the stories of fellow single parents, and connect with a strong and supportive community. We want to help you go from surviving to thriving. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Single Parent Podcast. We're so glad you are listening in with us today. It has been a hot minute, Christina. We haven't uh, been online and we haven't been chatting like we normally do, but it might be because we've seen each other in person instead. <laughs> we did, which was yeah. so exciting for me because it's been, it's been a while since we've seen each other in person. I think it's been about a year. Well, I think the last time we seen each other, it was the fall. Um, you had come out. Right. And I was so excited. But I mean, <laughs> close enough to a year. So yes. I was super excited that you were coming out this way to embrace the ocean and the heat and all the things. And we had a lovely time together. But now we're back at it, you guys. So we didn't disappear on you. It's just life got the best of us. And... We were a little bit busy. So, Christina, why did you come to the island? Like, I'm just curious. What what made you want to come here with all the places in the world that you could have been? Aside from me, obviously, being here. Like, what, what about the island do you love so much? I was going to say your face is, is why I went out yes. to the island. But, you know, aside from the obvious that I... I missed you. Um, Vancouver Island holds a very special place in my heart. It is, mm -hmm. I never lived by the ocean as a, as a kid, but for some reason, being by the ocean, just, there's just something about it that just calls me out to the coast. And it started when I was in high school, actually. I went to England, uh, which is mm -hmm. where my mom's side of the family is from. And we, it's the northeast part of England. And I was able to, there's there's a lighthouse out there. And it's on an island that when the tide comes in, you can't get to the lighthouse. It's completely surrounded by water. It's called St. Mary's Island. So when the tide was out, we walked right out to, to the lighthouse. And I stood uh, on the east side, so right out to the North Sea. And there was this beautiful wind just coming in. I know a lot of people don't like the wind. I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. And combined with the sea, it, ju it just did something. It was like something just like awakened inside me. And it sounds hokey, but that's the best way I can describe it is there was just something about being by the water. And I know you feel the same way. And it just, mm -hmm. it just spoke to me. And it's interesting, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm religious. And for me, that wind and the, the ocean air and everything, I feel like the wind is the closest you get to being touched by God is, is mm. how I, how I look at it, or, you know, your, your higher power, or whoever, right? It's, it's a, it's a physical interaction with, with the elements, right? And so it just, it just spoke to me. And so being out of Vancouver Island, it's it's a little slice of that and and it just it just fills my soul it absolutely does i just love being by the ocean and the water and the sand and it just oh it was so nice to just chill and i know i know that's part of the reason you went mm -hmm. back there was your yeah. connection to the ocean yeah i feel like for me it grounds me and there's just something 
like mentally that really works well for me to be close to the ocean like if I'm having an off day I know I can just go for a walk on the seawalk um, or run down to the rivers or the lakes and cleanse myself and feel 100% grounded it's just it's the weirdest thing but I mean there's this connection that you just have when you grow up here that there's nothing like it. And again, I, I'll say it over and over again. I obviously miss like Edmonton and all the people that I have there that I love so much. Um, but you just can't get that here or there. Sorry. Um, it's just, it's a beautiful place to be. It's paradise, you know? And every time someone comes out, they're like, I never want to leave. And I'm like, well, you could always move, but you know, custody I arrangements think, sometimes don't allow that right I think you said that to me at least once or twice when yeah. when we were when we were visiting together yeah yeah totally I mean it's it's a vibe out here the kids loved it but you know you had some hiccups too right like we were at the beach and you messaged me like is this normal and you sent me a shot of your daughter who got oh a bit God. of a rash so like did you my figure out what choice. happened <laughs> I have no idea no idea and it's funny because uh as kids it was my son who was the mystery rash kid like when he was little there was he'd get um he had impetigo which is a, a skin infection that's very contagious you can get it from swimming right the, he had had mm. foot and mouth he had he had this one rash that started on his back, on his left shoulder, and it migrated across his back oh, and wow. came across his chest, and then it disappeared. And I have no idea what it was or where it came from or where it went, but I just looked at it and went, huh, okay. <laughs> so it was usually my son. So for my daughter to be having skin issues, she's coming into her teens, um, mm -hmm. It was, she said it was, itch, it was itchy and we were, tr we were trying to figure out, I, yeah, I messaged you. I'm like, have you seen this before? But it seems, right. it seems like she's now my mystery rash teenager. So, mm. so we'll, we'll see what happens with that, but it seems to have, have settled a bit, but you can get, I learned, mm -hmm. you can get sunburn on your feet. If you don't put sunscreen on your feet, mm -hmm. like you can, you can get this, it'll look like a sunburn. Is what oh, it yeah. looked like. It did look yeah. like a sunburn, 100%. So I was like, it looks like a sunburn. Um, it didn't look like swimmer's itch or anything no. of that nature. Um, but I can relate to sunburn because I was at two different lakes today and I am a lobster. Like, literally, I showed <laughs> Christina true. as soon as we got on video. I'm like, check this out. And she's like, holy, 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 holy. Like, that is a lot of redness going on. And I told her, I'm like, I'm a little uncomfortable wearing my shirt because it, like, sticks to my skin and it feels like I'm burning. But some aloe gel will go a long way. And you are literally burning right now. That's what's happening to your skin. You have crisperized your top layer of skin. I think you may have crisperized two layers of skin by how much so. you got sunburned. Yeah, I definitely did. But you know, it was worth it. I got to go out to one lake with uh, a single mom's group that I facilitate out here today. And there was a really good turnout of moms and their kiddos. And it was just so lovely to see the kids like playing with new kids and 
that kind of thing. And then one of the moms is like, oh, have you seen this other lake? And I'm like, oh, I haven't been out to that one yet. And it was only about 10 minutes away. So when we left, I just followed her out and we went and discovered this other lake. And it was super cool. Like you can jump off the docks there and the kids wanted to go back in the water. So we probably spent almost five hours outside today at the lake. So Holy mackerel. It was lovely, though. Like, it was so hot. I think yeah. it was close to 30 degrees, so it oh, felt man. nice and hot. And I even jumped in the water, and it was just good. It was so good. It was cold, but it was good. And where you are, because I did some some visiting in that area, too, not just with you, but I went on, a, on an adventure tour. Um, so mm-hmm. got to go out on a boat, out on the water, looking for wildlife. We saw a ton of wildlife. But being being in that area, you're only about halfway up the island. Yeah, really. so there's like, so there's much whole, more. There's a whole northern part of Vancouver mm-hmm. Island. I didn't realize it was that big. That, it's huge. That island. Yeah. It is. It, it is. is. Yeah. It's like six hours to go one way from like north to south. Um, and the tour that you went on is really cool, actually. Um the gentleman that is the tour guide i've known him since i was like six years old and aboriginal journeys is a great 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 um tour guide to go out with but i just think it was neat that you got to sort of see you know the land that i lived on as a young child and it's always so informational going on tours because not only are you getting to see wildlife, but you get so much history of the island and the First Nations people that have lived here for so long and sort of how things transpired over the years, right? So it's pretty neat. Oh, it's it was phenomenal. And the I love going on these types of tours because it is a way to reconnect with nature and i feel like in our world Mm. today we're all we're all so focused on technology and phones and you know being connected with each other i think sometimes we lose sight of getting connected reconnected with nature and it was just such a great opportunity to do that and to enjoy the splendor of nature like we we saw a humpback whale i've never seen a humpback whale they're in, massive, in the right? Before. They're huge. They're <laughs> yeah. huge. And we saw orcas. We saw a pod mm-hmm. of orcas. We went out to this island where they had sea lions. We saw sea lions on one side of the island. And then we went around to the other side and there were seals there. You know, Aww. and then and then we saw eagles. We saw golden eagles and bald eagles. And um, outside of the tour, uh, we went out to Tofino for the day, which, side note, absolutely love the ocean is so wild on that side of the island it's on the west mm-hmm. side of the island mm-hmm. where we stayed was on the east side where it's a little it's a little calmer because it's the waters between uh the mainland and the island mm-hmm. but on the tofino side it's just it's wild because it's right off the pacific ocean and mm-hmm. so on the way back from there we saw a brown bear and apparently those are not common and we asked our tour guide about it and he said he's never seen one in the mm. whole time that he's lived on the island, he's never seen one. And so it was kind of like, oh, that's really cool. We got to see something <laughs> that's not normally seen. But yeah, the whole the whole island is just beautiful. And it's mm-hmm. it's a place that I love to go and visit, but I'm always glad to come back here. Mm-hmm. And so that mm-hmm. that's the sign for me that it's not, it's either not the right time or it's not where I'm supposed to be living at least at this point in in time who knows what happens in the future i could who be knows? out there who knows you know my daughter said that she really loves being out there and she said she could see herself living there i was like oh me too 
I'll follow you. <laughs> I'm sure she'd right? love to have mom in tow. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's a good thing. It's like a babysitter when you have kids when you're older, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm all for staying around the kids and the grandkids. That's something that mm-hmm. I very much want to be a part of. And it's interesting mm-hmm. because um, not not every parent wants to do that. You know, some mm-hmm. parents are totally fine with, you know what, you're grown. Now I'm going to go and I'm going to go somewhere else and, you know, which is totally fine. That's what some parents want to do. Me, I want to stick around. I want to be around because my, both my parents are still around. We're all in the same city. And that's really special for me because it means that mm-hmm. my kids get the opportunity to spend time with grandparents and, and that, mm-hmm. and it's, that's something that's important to me to, totally. to be able to do, right? Yeah. So I think that, yeah, a lot of people enjoy that where they have that multi-generation to, you know, just give guidance and love and support. Um, whereas me, I'm like, oh, I'll be okay. And I just like <laughs> abandoned the ship and came out this way and have like no family. But it's, you know, your friends sort of become your family when you're away from like a bloodline, right? So mm-hmm. it's... It's interesting, but I always say, I'm like, ah, they'll come visit or I'll go visit them and that kind of thing. There's a FaceTime. And <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. And it, it, it again, it's it's different for everyone, right? Like you build, mm-hmm. you build your village how you need to. I know for me, my family support is like the main pillar for me mm-hmm. and, and my friends are secondary pillars uh, in and around that. But that's just because of my upbringing and, you know, we're very tight as a family, very close. My parents are divorced, but we still get together for family dinners every week. And my parents mm-hmm. have become friends, which has been really great to see, you know, that. Yeah, that doesn't happen a lot. It, <laughs> it doesn't. No. And some people find it weird. Some people find it weird because you assume if there's a divorce, it's contentious or you don't talk to each other. And um, sometimes that's the case. You know, right. But sometimes when when you get that situation, it's it's actually been really great to see that my parents made the effort to do that. It wasn't easy. You know, mm-hmm. some people are able to do it. I dated someone who had a very good relationship with with their ex, which was good. You know, that is something that I am looking for in someone if they have a good relationship that's a bonus, right? It's not a defining totally. factor, but it but it is good to see, you know, that that it can be done. I don't think for either of us that that's been the case really. Although I think for you, I think um one of your daughter's dads you are pretty amicable yeah. with. Um yeah, I mean, here and there we have our moments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say that I have a really good relationship with one of my daughter's dad's um, moms, like the paternal grandmother. She is fantastic, and I keep in touch with her quite often. And um, I really enjoy just uh, having that relationship and knowing that we have extra support there if we need it. Um, Sometimes I wish she lived closer. Like when we moved, that was probably one of the hardest things was to leave because she was so, so close with my daughter. Um, But they stay connected almost every day. They're on the phone together and just catching up on each other's lives and it's it's special you know those moments but yeah my other the other daughter her dad and me like we have our ups and downs like sometimes it's really good and then other times we don't agree and then we don't talk for a while and she's getting older now so it's at the point where I'm like 
if you need to communicate with her, like she has a phone, so I don't really need to talk to the person anymore and we don't live close anymore. So it's almost easier to co-parent with someone when you're further apart because the only thing you really have to discuss is flights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Like I honestly, it's been sort of nice like just to have that where you're like, okay, well, you know, let's split the summer this year. Like last year, she went out there for a longer period of time. And that was really hard for me. Um, so this summer, I decided that we would do a month each. I thought that was, you know, fair. And, you know, at first he was like, oh, well, like, I don't see her as much throughout the year. But having the conversation of like, well, you're still getting her for a full like four to five weeks straight and you get all that time with her. But I also want to experience the summer months with my kids. So it's important that I have some of that time as well. But I've offered obviously t extra time at spring break and winter break and that kind of thing. So I think it's just a lot of compromises when you live further away from the other other parent. But Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like moving, moving a province away, I can't imagine being a province away from my kids right and it that mm -hmm. that's good that you're working together with that right like it's not um you're not just cutting it off completely you know that there is yeah, still no. that that hey here's you know time when she's off of school because she has to be in school right that's the thing she's got to be in mm -hmm. school and that so yeah because you you've been out there about a year now haven't you uh pretty close pretty yeah. close that it it happened and yeah you know i I can't believe it's gone so fast and it's yeah. been such a transition and getting used to a completely different lifestyle, right? And mm -hmm. trying to find permanent <laughs> housing was so difficult at first. Like, you know, you have to try to figure it out and find something that's going to be reasonably priced and you're sort of staying with people until you figure that out. So it's sort of chaotic, but once now that we've settled it's like okay we have our own space and don't have to worry about you know sharing or who's going to cook when or whatever right who's going to do laundry at this time so that's been really good I think not just for myself but for my kids because then they have like their safe space and their you know their quiet zone like they have their own rooms and it's like just it's just so much better <laughs> like everyone needs their space right so yeah, I think a year in and I don't see myself moving back. <laughs> Aw, what if I yeah. make like really sad puppy dog eyes? What if that, I do that? Like, like pout the bottom lip a lot? Yeah, that probably won't work. Um, <laughs> I really, yeah, no, it's really cold out there and not really a fan of that weather. Um, I would much rather have rain all winter long than have minus 40 plus. Like that's just awful like uh, you know. I have I have no rebuttal for that argument I really don't <laughs> yeah I it, really don't but some people would disagree they'd be like I could never live somewhere that it rains that often right like mm -hmm. in those winter months it does rain a lot but I would choose rain over cold weather over and over but some people like I said it's gloomy and they don't enjoy that so I can respect that too see and I, I didn't realize this but there is there's skiing available 
on the oh, island. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it's like 30 minutes, like 30 minutes yeah. from here. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's one reason why I love winter so much is I very much love skiing. I absolutely oh, yeah. love it. And I've gotten my kids into it. And um, I'm mm-hmm. hoping, hoping that my daughter is getting to the point where I I can stop buying her taller skis, longer skis. She's already taller than me now. And I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm I couldn't, Im- I couldn't, it. I couldn't even believe it when I seen her. I was like, holy smokes, she got right? tall. Oh, mm-hmm. she shot up so much. Like I have pictures from last year and mm-hmm. in last year she has surpassed me. Like in mm-hmm. one year she's grown at least like, I'd say a half to a full head taller. That's wild. Like it's, it's insane. And I'm thinking, how are you not like in pain in your body from shooting up that tall. Like that just <laughs> blows my mind. I'm like, I don't know how mm-hmm. I haven't started buying stock in children's Advil. <laughs> I wonder who's going to be taller, like your daughter or your son. Like I wonder if he's going to oh. shoot out the same oh, way. He so is. He so is. I mean, their mm-hmm. dad is just shy of 6'8". So I mean, That's they come crazy. They come by it honestly. They really do. So my daughter... Mm-hmm. We did that um, double your height. I think it was at age two, right? Whatever mm-hmm. height they are at age two, you double it. And that's supposed to be how tall they are as an adult. So mm-hmm. my daughter is going to be about six feet tall. Oh, my gosh. She needs to go into yeah. modeling. Like, she's, she's a beautiful yeah, she's girl. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Like, she's I don't know why gorgeous. she's not already in it. She's so tall. She could be doing runway. <laughs> she is mm-hmm. in junior high. I don't even have this kid on Instagram or any social media yet. One step at a time, girl. <laughs> I One could be her time. manager. I could take a 10% cut. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like you thought of this since we came out to see you or something. <laughs> oh, she's so tall. I mean, that's the first thing I thought. Like, she should be in modeling. I was like, holy smokes. Like, you don't see that very often for someone that age. But yeah, she definitely could do it if that was ever an interest. But I mean, every kid's different. She might be like, never. I would never do that. <laughs> you know, she very much, she's very much into fashion and that kind of thing but her her drive she wants to be a psychologist when she grows up she wants to and the reason for it is she wants to help people and that just Mm -hmm. melted my heart I'm like oh good good it's it's one of those moments where you you think okay I am doing something right that my child's inner drive for a career is wanting to help people or help animals or whatever it is, right? Totally. She wanted to be a veterinarian, psychologist or counselor. I think at one point she wanted to, she considered a doctor for like a split second. And then she was like, uh, no, <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank She's you. Like, uh, we're good there. We're good we're there. Good there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I think, I think my son's going to be taller than than my daughter and I think most of his height because most of his dad's height actually came on in college his dad was about six three six six three six four when he went into college and then he grew and then like he an hit extra, puberty I, I don't know maybe it's like Lord of the Rings where you have breakfast and second breakfast maybe he had puberty and second puberty and then he just like <laughs> shot up but yeah he put on about three to four more inches in height in in college wild was just yeah was just really tall and yeah so i see and my son is a spitting image of his dad but his eyes Mm -hmm. are mine 
He has yes. my eyes, and I am I am so glad he does. And he's got my freckles. I've Aww, got uh, yeah. I've got freckles on my nose and and kind of on my cheeks a bit. And I'm both my kids have that, and I'm just like, oh, I love see I love seeing my features from me in my kids, especially my son, because like I said, he's he's his dad. I saw a photo of his dad when he was younger, and I could have sworn it was my son. If it wasn't for like the 80s, 70s style furniture <laughs> in the background, I would have sworn <laughs> it was my son. Could have sworn so it was. Funny. It was crazy. So, like for yeah. for your girls, then do you find that? Like, do you find that you see you see features of yourself in them or oh, your yeah. your partner? So, like in your daughters, what do you see of yourself in right. them? Right. Well, my youngest, I always call her my twin. She's like, she looks so much like me. And it was funny, like a friend of mine, she posted a picture of us when we were like 17. And um, my daughter's paternal grandma was like, I could swear that's that's Ariana. Like it does not Mm. even like it was wild how much she takes after me and her personality so much I see in in her as well. Like when she does certain little weird things. I want to say weird because <laughs> I was a little weird. I mean, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so much like me. And then I you know I'm, I'm going to say you are still a little weird, but yeah. it's like I like your weird. I like. Yes. Your weird. <laughs> I actually bought a shirt about being weird. It's coming in the mail eventually here. Um, I just saw it and I was like, that's hilarious. And then very much me. So I had to get it. I'll show it to you. Maybe I'll I'd wear love it that. One of our love podcasts it. one day. Um, and then my oldest daughter she's a spitting image of her dad like she looks so much like him it's wild to me but there's moments that I'm like oh no you sort of look like me and she's like no I don't like there's nothing <laughs> like not even Ouch. in the slightest um and I was like oh, okay but I feel like some of her personality and like her quick wit and humor comes more so from me but oh 100%. she'd probably she'd probably disagree and be like oh it's on my dad so <laughs> I don't know. Nice try, kiddo. You get you get you get a lot of stuff from your mom. I like to think that she gets those qualities from you because you yeah. have a wicked sense of humor and wit, and I love that about you. Right, and I I think she might also be strong headed like me too. And if she really believes in something, she'll become quite stubborn. And I feel like that is very much how I can be as well. So, yeah, there's certain things for sure. Um, but I mean, they're their own humans. I feel like they definitely have their own unique vibe. And it's just cool to see them grow up. Like, honestly, it's so weird. It's like bittersweet in the way of like, you see them grow up, you're like, wow, that's so exciting. But it's also so sad because you're like, oh, I miss when they were little. Like I was looking at some pictures when they were so young and I was like, oh my gosh, they were so cute. Like, just the little things they did and, like, watching old videos from when they were, like, two or three and Mm -hmm. it's just, it melts my heart and I'm like, oh, I miss that, but not enough to have another one. (laughs) 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 Definitely okay there. But, yeah, like, I just feel... I don't know. It's like this really weird feeling. And I'm sure it'll continue to feel that way as they get older. I already feel like at the ages they are now, they're really coming into themselves. And, you know, they really enjoy hanging out with their friends now. And they're not as like needy for me. And I'm like, oh, come back. Come back. Don't you want to cuddle <laughs> me all night? <laughs> I'm, I miss that too. Although my son is still 
in the cuddly stage. When mm-hmm. we're watching a movie, my daughter will do that too. She'll very intentionally grab a pillow, turn her body, and whack it against the side, my side. And sometimes she'll look at my arm, flip it up, then slam the pillow down, then be like, back scritchies? (laughs) How about you ask politely and not like attack me with a pillow? Your Mm -hmm. chances may be better for me doing that. But she she doesn't always do that. But sometimes she'll she'll camp it up a bit. She's got a goofy sense of humor sometimes. But but you know, there are certain times where you still get those cuddles and I live for that. Oh man. I always find and I don't know if you find this. When we're watching a movie, I'm usually in the middle because having the two of them beside each other it just it doesn't work. <laughs> they just yeah, they, no. they just go at each other. So, I'm I'm in the middle and usually they'll start on either end of the couch and by about 15 minutes in they've worked their way to the center and it's you know after a while they'll they'll snuggle in and cuddle in and so i i just wait i just wait Mm -hmm. and i'm like when 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 yay it's cuddled (laughs) i get so excited (laughs) for it i do it's one of the reasons that i that i suggest movies because it's the one Mm -hmm. time where we can chill and slow down because life just gets so busy. And I know it's busy for both of us, right? Yeah, it gets, it gets totally. so busy. But I, I, I know what you mean about the looking back on memories. Facebook just loves to like hit me in the ovaries with, with, with these yes. memories, especially now because it's coming up to my son's birthday. So mm. I, a couple of days ago, no, it was when I was, I was on the island, actually. I got mm. a Facebook memory of one of the last belly shots when my son Aww. was was in my belly and it's like like he was big <laughs> and so you my, were a planet <laughs> i i was i had my own gravitational pull <laughs> like i i did i did but it's nice i like seeing those memories because seeing that one i know one of the next ones to come up is when one of the first photos of when he was born and and i just i love this photo every year and it's when mm-hmm. we were in the hospital and he's kind of got a blanket kind of half covering but within a day or two he had this little smile going on because his Aww. his name in hebrew means laughter and so Aww. he's just such a happy baby and so right from the get-go he had these smiles going on right but i'm starting to find them actually like you t- you're talking about photos as well um i'm in the process of moving right now so I'm I'm starting to pack up and getting through things and going through memories and um you know just going through you kind of come across these memories and some of them some of them are are good like you come across you know photo albums of the kids and all of that some of them I'm coming across some things from my marriage and they're Mm. things that I've hung on to mostly for the kids because mm-hmm. I know it's important to my daughter. Did you did you go through that when when you moved last year? Like, did you come across things from previous relationships that yeah yeah you, you hadn't come across? And I'm I'm actually yeah they're curious. still in Edmonton. Actually, I left them at a friend's house. I said I'll come get them when I'm ready, but yeah. I didn't bring them with me um, immediately just because it wasn't something that was like oh I need to have that with mm-hmm. me right away. So I threw them in like a big Tupperware with a lid, and I was like yeah I'll get them when I get them. Um, and that way the kids will have it when they're older, I guess, if they so wish. Um, I know my daughter, she has a picture in her room 
And I was like, why do you have that still in my head? Like, I'm like, why? And it was a picture of me and her dad and her, like, the day she was born. And she still keeps it. But I don't don't tell her to take it down. I just, like, leave it there. I'm like, whatever. If that's what makes you happy. I look like a bag of crap in that picture. But whatever. Oh, you do not. I I said this before. No, I said this before (laughs) we started recording. I said it doesn't matter if you're crispy. It doesn't matter if you've just given birth. I think you are one of the most gorgeous just women in the oh, world. Thank you. I do. That's very sweet. I'd be saying I'm blushing, but I'm just red because I'm sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, that's funny that she still has that. But there are sometimes there'll be pictures that pop up on Facebook. So I don't, I'm not one to delete pictures off my Facebook, like even from like previous, you know, relationships or whatever. If they're there, they're there. Like I'm not the kind mm. of person that's going to go through and like delete pictures. I don't have time for that. It's part of my life. it's whatever so sometimes there's like a memory that comes up and I'm like oh that was like her first birthday and I remember with my youngest like me and her dad weren't together but we still celebrated her birthday together for her um in the beginning like we were pretty cordial and had a decent co-parenting relationship at that point um And I was like, oh, that's so weird seeing that. But like, I mean, for the kids, it's nice. Like I sent the picture to Ariana. She's like, oh, that's so cute. Like, did you guys like each other then? And I'm like, oh, no, we were just like having a party for you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, of course, I like your dad. Like, I mean, he gave me you. So Mm -hmm. I don't I don't hate that person. It's just we did not work out in that capacity. And she hasn't really asked me yet. Like, she's going to be 10 this year. And, like, she hasn't asked me, like, why? Why did you guys break up? Whereas my older daughter, like, she was very – she would question me on, like, everything. Like, why didn't it work? And that one was so tumultuous that I was like, oh, God. Like, I don't (laughs) want to get into this. Uh But, um, yeah, I mean – Kids are always going to be curious, but I I just give them a little bit, you know, whatever's age appropriate. And then, you know, as time goes on, they'll learn a little bit more um, of the situations. But I I don't put it out there unless I'm asked. (laughs) And and you kind of have to, right? I've kind of set that rule Mm -hmm. in place, too, unless I'm directly asked a question. Yeah. You try and hedge as much as possible. So when when your daughter was asking you what wh- how are you explaining it to her about why things didn't work cuz she I, she's she's a smart cookie. Mm-hmm. Your your mm-hmm. eldest. Yeah. I think I was pretty honest. I feel like I just told her that like there was a lot of healing that needed to be done on both ends and I feel like I I just I wasn't that person for him and he needed to make sure that he had all his ducks in a row and get the help that he needed to make sure that, you know, he was living a thriving life. And that's pretty much where I left it. And she asked like a couple other questions that I won't get into fully on the podcast just because I'll respect her dad. But um, I answered them. I answered them honestly. And... I think, you know, 
they're going to figure it out anyways. And now that she's a teenager, she starts, you know, to ask a little bit more about the why and whatever. But I don't think it really bothers her because it's been so long, you know, like she never really remembers a time that me and her dad were together because we were right. She was so young, whereas I think it would be harder for you to discuss those things because the kids were old enough to know what was going on. Right. Which is tough. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it have is. you run into that? Like, have you run into them asking more questions mm. now or? Um, about a year or two ago, my daughter really started asking questions. Um, you know, why, why we, we couldn't be together because the narrative we told the kids was that mom and dad can't be together. We just, we don't work. And it was mm-hmm. a bit of a generic answer and that wasn't quite good enough for my daughter she's very similar to your eldest mm-hmm. where she she knows that it's not the whole story so what i ha- what i told her was right now i'm not comfortable sharing details from it however when you get to high school you have a little bit more life experience behind you if you still want to talk about it then we'll talk about it but until then Mm -hmm. What you need to know is that everyone who loved you before still loves you now. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where we're going to leave it. If she did ask me outright, you know, very directly, did you decide to end things with dad or did dad decide to end things with you? I think I would, I would need to be honest with her because Mm -hmm. that's what our, our relationship is based on that now. And I think that we have enough of a, I don't want to say a history, but we, we've got enough of a rapport in that sense that I I could talk to her about it. Because if she asked me a question directly, I'm not going to lie to her. Like I made mm. that promise to myself. If she asks a very specific direct question, I'm not going to lie to her. I may no. say, I can't answer that right now, but I'm not going to lie to her. When my daughter was asking me more questions, I asked her why she wanted to know. Like, why? Ooh, good question. Yeah, I was like, why do you want to know? Like, what about it is going to affect you or is it going to change mm-hmm. your life if you know? She's like, uh, and like sort of sat there for a minute. Mm. Like, why do I want to know? And sometimes kids are just curious and nosy. Okay. Like, they are humans <laughs> no. just like us. They're, how many times have you been on the phone with a girlfriend and your kids are like, who are you talking to? What are you talking about? Oh. And I'm and I have yep. to be careful what I text people because like they're like little eyes over. And like one time I was in the shower and my oldest took my phone and was like looking through it. And I was like, No, that is a complete invasion of my privacy. It absolutely I don't do is. That. I don't do it to her. I just remember like it was like a trigger for me because I remember being like a teenager and I remember finding a diary like my diary on my bed and it wasn't there before. So like I knew my mom had read it and I love my mom but like she probably thought something was going on or whatever but like it was a super huge invasion of my privacy. And those mm-hmm. are like those innermost thoughts that like you just keep to yourself. And I think there comes a time being a parent where you're like maybe concerned for your child and you feel like they're not talking to you. So maybe that's what you do. And I haven't gotten to that point where I like feel like a need to like go through unless the school's calling and saying like, hey, blah, 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 you need to check this out. Then that's a different story. But I tell them I'm going to do it. I don't snag it or take it from them. Um 
and read through it because sometimes they're just having private conversations with their friends and maybe they're expressing their frustration or anger about me and that's okay they're allowed to have that just like I might have a conversation with a friend about my frustrations towards my kids when they are driving me cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. I don't never. know any parent. My children are a- they're angels. They never have done anything wrong. <laughs> B.S. Capital B.S. Oh, 100%. (laughs) So I was just like, yeah, that was not okay. And that was a conversation for sure. And I was just Mm -hmm. thinking, what was in my phone? Did she find anything? (laughs) Right, because there are certain conversations you're like, I know in this conversation thread, it is not safe for work or children at all. (laughs) There could be some X-rated stuff in there. Like, oh my God. Probably is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez. Oh, like freaking out. But yeah. yeah, kids are nosy. So going back to what I had said earlier about, you know, asking the why, like, why do you want to know? A lot of the times I feel like kids are just curious and they're like I want to know too because they think they're older than they are but let them be innocent and just like run wild and free and barefoot outside and be a kid I'm like go be a kid we'll talk about this when you're older like there's not really a need for it right now I like give them a little bit but don't give them everything you know Oh, 100% agree. Yeah. And, and you know, both our daughters are in their teen years right now. And there's enough going on when when kids reach that age, especially for girls. I'm, I'm finding out what's going to happen with boys mm. because I had sisters growing up. So I did not have a brother. So I didn't know what was going on with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've heard for some it can be pretty brutal boys can be just as brutal as girls when it comes to like Mm -hmm. bullying and saying things and doing things and um you know it it's not always it's not always easier for either side right no no i don't think it matters gender like at the end of the day your kids are gonna give you grief at some point um and i remember so i had mostly sisters growing up i had four sisters and a brother um but i remember my brother having different types of outbursts than we would have as girls like we Hmm. would be whiny and but with boys i feel like they go from zero to 100 so quick and Mm -hmm. it's just like this explosion when they're really upset and i remember just being a young girl because i was six years younger than my brother and i'm like what's wrong with him like why is he acting like that you know yeah (laughs) but now like in hindsight I'm like oh it sort of makes sense like they didn't he didn't know how to maybe verbalize those feelings that he was having whereas girls they like word vomit everywhere just (laughs) yeah that's that's a good term actually you know what it's interesting that you say that because I've actually been working with my son to verbalize what he is feeling especially Mm -hmm. when I can tell something's bothering him and I I Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be a little more aware of it now so that I can teach him right. to do it on his own. So I'm a little more, I don't want to say hypervigilant because I, it makes me sound like a helicopter parent, but I am yeah. a little more aware when his mood shifts and changes. Yes. And so I'll just like check in and say, hey, things have kind of shifted here. You want to talk about what's going on? Yeah. And it's a balance, totally. right? Because you want to respect the space. So when he says, you know, do you want to talk about it? No. Okay. I'm going to leave you for a bit. 
if you don't shake out of this, we're going to talk about this because it's not okay to stay in that mindset. So, okay, I'll let you have your space to kind of think about Mm -hmm. it. But then we sit down and I ask him, what are you feeling right now? What are some feelings coming up? And if he says, I don't know, it's like, okay, well, let's name them. Are you feeling some sadness? Yes. Okay. You tell me a feeling that you're feeling. So I'm trying to help him because there is such... And, and I've noticed this a lot when I when I have had relationships and when I've had dating. It, it is more yeah. difficult. Like you said, it is more difficult for guys to articulate their feelings because they have been told that you need to, quote unquote, man up. Yeah, and don't that's cry, not something, man up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's such a detriment because now, you know, trying to to be in a relationship with with someone who's been taught that it's challenging because you, you know, uh, on this side of things, and I'm sure it's challenging on the other side of things because they are not sure Mm -hmm. how to articulate, right? And we're not asking men to be women, right? We've said this before, just being able to articulate how you're feeling and identify it, you know, is is a key relationship Mm -hmm. skill just in general, right? So with my son, I'm trying to to change that narrative and be like, yeah, it's okay to talk about your yeah. feelings. It's okay to have feelings. It's okay. It's a safe space, right? And especially when he's right. really upset, because I know when I'm really upset, I just need a safe place to feel feelings. You don't need someone to fix it. You don't need someone to get upset with you and say, well, like, just calm down. Just stop it. Just, you know, because I've been I've been told that and it's it feels worse. Because then you mm-hmm. feel guilty for feeling what you're feeling, and then it's not safe to feel what you're feeling, so you kind of shoot, you close up, totally. you push it down, and that's not healthy either. So when he is having these outbursts, right, like you said, and he goes from zero to a hundred, yeah. and it can happen so fast, it's like, whoa, okay, hold Let's on, bring it back in, bring mm-hmm. it back in, yeah. So I I heard a really great term recently, and I've started applying it to my daughter as well because she can be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is to be a soft wall. So mm-hmm. you just you hold steady, you just hold steady, but there's a bit of give, right? So you just bring them in for a hug, but it's like I got you, and and let's do this. And it's been happening more often, right? Because she's teenager, he's kind of coming into preteen ages as well, and I'm actually mm-hmm. finding I need more recharge time when mm-hmm. I do this. And I'm not sure if you're finding that too, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm more of an extroverted introvert. So I need alone time to recharge. But totally. I'm finding I need to do it more often because I'm absorbing, you know, I, I'm being that that steady kind of um I don't want to say container because it's, that doesn't sound very warm and loving. But you know what I mean, right? Like it's 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 a circle, right? That I'm just just holding space. You hold space. But it drains you, especially as a single parent, because there's no you can't tag out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think it's it's funny that you said that because I totally get that. And when I think about, you know, how you're basically being this. You're like you are you're you're a wall for the kids and you're listening to all of their things that they're you know, feeling and going through throughout the day. And it's just coming at you, coming at you, coming at you. So it's like, sort of like playing catch, but like, no one's like, you're not able to throw it back because you're just listening or whatnot. 
And you're taking yes. it all in and you're like, oh my gosh, like I need to do the self-care now because if I don't do the self-care, I'm about to hit a wall where I can't even, you know, do anything. I'm just like sitting there like a blank stare on my face and there's nothing left to give. And I think a lot of single parents can relate to that where it's like, I don't know what you need from me right now. I'm exhausted. I'm mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally depleted and there's nothing left and then you add on the layers of oh you have you have a work day and oh you have a social life and oh maybe you have a second job or a third job or oh I have you know this event that I need to go to and then the kids have all these feelings and you're like sometimes people have a relationship too some people are dating totally so so you're trying to have energy for that too and to be be present there we are like octopuses like we are (laughs) so much going on I, I don't know this. how we do it I don't I don't know how we do it but I will say I do feel like you setting up your son that way and letting him have that safe space um, to express his emotions you're really setting him up for success in a relationship when he is older and you're doing his wife a favor in the future because hundred oh, percent he needs to be able to have that back and forth which is amazing and you don't see it enough unfortunately but I think at the end of the day we as single parents need to remember that we have to take care of ourselves first and put that energy or air mask sorry the air mask you know on before we help our kids so what are we doing for ourselves to make sure that we're able to give all of that space for them. And where can we word vomit that out? Like, do we have a safe space after where we can like push it out, whether that be journaling or talking with a friend or going down to the beach and going for a walk and breathing and doing some mindfulness or whatever that looks like to make sure that we're not holding in everything that they're feeling and throwing at us at that wall. Because if we're holding it in, then we're just sitting there with it. Or are we talking to a therapist? What are we doing to make sure that we don't end up burning out? Because I see it so much. Like every day I see parents just burnt out. They're exhausted from this everyday occurrence. And especially when they're heading into the teen years, it's so hard. Like there's just so much emotional depletion. And I remember not too long ago, a friend, he said to me, he's like, oh, you're complaining about being tired again. And I blew up. Like I hit my breaking point and I said, pardon me. I was like, you try being a single parent. And I didn't, re- I didn't react in the way that I wanted to, but I was at like the space where I'm like, maybe I do feel safe enough that I can like push back, but it wasn't in the best way. But I remember saying, try being a single parent for a day. Do it for a week, do it for a month and see where you feel at the end of the day, because I have nothing left. I'm exhausted. I am depleted. If you don't want me to complain that I'm tired, fucking lend a hand if you can, you know. (laughs) But like, it's not that people don't, you know what I mean? Like, I have so many supports. But like, I was just frustrated in that moment. I was like, I don't feel like that person understood what I was feeling. And they could have been saying it in like a jokingly manner or whatever and didn't think I would take it to heart so much but it hurt me because I'm like I don't want to feel like that but it's just where I'm at right now and I wish I had more energy but you see I'm an octopus and I got like a bunch of tentacles fucking going everywhere and I'm exhausted so someone 
send me for a massage and a weekend without kids and I might feel a little better. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. And that's one one reason why like as I don't say contentious, but as strained as my relationship with my ex can be sometimes, that is one thing that I am very grateful for because I see how much is required of you as a solo parent because solo mm-hmm. parent and single parent can be very different, right? Totally. So the arrangement that I have, I'm able to have some time to myself. However, I actually had a friend uh, call me out because what I was doing mm-hmm. with my kid-free time, I wasn't resting. I was arranging right. time and I was going to see people and I was going to do things and I'd fill all of my time with stuff and with things to do and I never actually recharged and so so it was good that I had someone actually had two someones call Mm -hmm. me out on that and that didn't feel good Mm -hmm. (laughs) it really Mm -hmm. didn't because I like I feel both seen and attacked and I don't like it (laughs) but (laughs) but it was good because you need people like that who are going to tell you look you you need to take care of you like really take care of you so yesterday um i was told very firmly to not do anything all day and i actually didn't want to do that i mm-hmm. didn't want to take the day to just not do anything i mean i had to, i had to mm-hmm. and i'm going to put a caveat in there because my vehicle died which was a whole thing uh, in and of itself. It's worst. a whole thing in and of itself. So mm-hmm. I had to spend some of the afternoon looking at vehicles. So that was more of a necessity. That wasn't a, oh, I'm going to go with a friend mm-hmm. to go and do this, or I'm going to go for coffee, or I'm going to go for lunch, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? So that that was a that was a necessity. <laughs> Did you find a car, by the way? Like, has you that... know what I found? I really liked the uh, the Ford Explorer. I, mm-hmm. I have had my eye on that kind of car for a while, and I went and test drove one. I like the vehicle, but that particular vehicle was not the right one for me. It was a little too old. But the mm-hmm. the look of them and the feel of them, yeah, definitely like. So nothing, nothing on that front yet. But yeah. it's just, you know, one of those things where, you know, I, I took the day to rest and mm-hmm. relax, and I actually feel good. <laughs> I actually feel like I had some time to to chill and I totally I totally geeked out and binge watched Lord of the Rings. I, I absolutely did. I mean, I went, I'm here for I did. It, girl. If that's I did. What floats your boat like yeah. get it done, you know. Oh yeah, those yeah. Oh, hot hot horsemen and oh, <laughs> no, my, oh my not hot. Oh no. my. Yeah. Lord help you. Um, <laughs> you know, I uh, I messaged you, or maybe you messaged me. I don't remember. We messaged each other, and we were both lying on the couch doing nothing for yes. a little bit. So I think we yes. both recharged in our own ways this weekend. But I did not watch Lord of the Rings. No, you didn't. It's not no. for everyone. It's just one of those things that I just I don't know. There's just something about those movies that just. It calms me. It's just one of yeah. those things where just wrapping a blanket around myself. And actually what I did, I went and I made coffee and I made myself breakfast and I had breakfast in bed. I made myself breakfast amazing. in bed. And I just thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this for myself. And my cat yes. was in absolute heaven. 
he came oh, yeah. upstairs. He's like, oh, yeah, you're staying in bed this morning. Woo-hoo! Yes. <laughs> yeah. My dog loves when I'm lazy and stay yes. home. He's like, yes. And he just sleeps yeah. in the bed all day mm-hmm. by my side. And I'm like, this is nice. And I was like, I wish I could do this more often, but I don't have time to do it all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But I did have a bit of time on my own like only my oldest was home my youngest went for a sleepover after I had her friends over during the day then they went over to the friends in the evening so I was able to just like do nothing and I lied on the couch I scrolled and then I went in my bed scrolled some more and I think I went to bed pretty early like I got a solid like I'd say nine hours of sleep nice it it was a good one mind you I still wake up but it wasn't like I had to wake up, so I was able to just go back to sleep when I could, right? So, yeah, it's nice. I'm I actually going to call you out a little bit on the language call that you out. used. I'm going to call you out because oh. you called you called yourself like when when you were lying in bed and being lazy. Oh, that and was it's bad. not it's not being I was, lazy, I was right? I caught that. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's the thing, right? Because it feeds into that mentality. That's why I have a hard time just doing nothing because I see it as being lazy, unproductive, and bad, right? And I, yes. I'm like, I recognize that negative, that, that yeah. negative verbatim. I mean, I yes. mentioned in the sweetest, most positive way possible. I like being a sloth sometimes, Christina. Ooh, I like that better. <laughs> yes. Be yeah. a sloth. See that? Yeah. yeah. Like there's there's a negative connotation with laziness, right? When you're totally when you're doing. I don't think nothing. there should be though. Like lazy no. is a good word. Like let me be lazy. I like being lazy. Like mm. it's a good. Like it's a vibe. Like let me be sloth, or I'll be like, oh, I'm slothing around today. That's mm. something I say too. Okay. Um. So that's the vibe. But I mean, yeah. I can see what you're saying, and sometimes it's hard to switch your mindset around certain words. But I can be mm-hmm. more mindful of that for sure. Yeah. Thanks. It was just because because I I was going through that mentality as well. That mindset that if I was doing nothing. It was a bad thing because mm-hmm. I could be so productive and I could be getting so much done when you don't have your kids and this is the time to do it. It's that it goes back to it actually just like clicked for me. It goes back to that saying of, oh, sleep when the baby sleeps or mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's when you're allowed to calm down and that's when you're allowed to rest. But really when my kids were sleeping, that's when I would get stuff done because when they're younger and that I had to be mm-hmm. present. And and I felt like if I wasn't present, I was a bad mom and, and it fed into all of those things. So right. that kinda that kinda clicked for me. Like that idea of doing nothing is perceived as a bad thing. It's gotta stop. Like yeah. I think it's a good thing. It was so nice. I loved every second of it. I was like, Yes, I'm gonna lie here and <laughs> scroll. And I was laughing. I seen some funny TikToks last night. And I just enjoyed, you know, time with myself. I told myself I was like, Oh, I'm gonna take myself on a date and go for a beach mm. walk. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I lied in my butt in bed and I scrolled. <laughs> I was like, good. I'm already gonna be at the lake tomorrow. I I'm good like we'll get some of that but no it's it's a it's a nice feeling just to 
relax and, you know, have some time to yourself. I think everyone should do it at least once a week or even getting a nap in. Like when I'm on my break, sometimes I'll just go in my car and I'll go down to the ocean. And I'll take like a 30 minute nap. And it's awesome. Nice. That recharge in the middle of the day, there's... Uh-huh. That is a work-life balance, hands down. I'm like, I must be getting old if I, like, really enjoy naps. Like, I'm like, no. oh, I can't wait to go have a nap. I love that stuff. It's so good. Whoever does I a don't nap, think I'm like, old. try it. Try it you now. You know what? I've never been able to. I've never been to able to. You need to try it. No, so I tried good. it. I tried it once a little while mm. ago. I was like, okay, I need to, like, nap and whatnot. I felt awful when mm. I woke up. And I don't know if it was because... I slept too long or I didn't sleep long enough or mm. what the case was, but I felt so off and grumpy and it was it was not a good time for anybody. Mm. So if I'm feeling tired, it's mm. better for me to just stop and do nothing for like 15, 20 minutes and then I feel better. But I can't I can't sleep. I can't do it. I've tried. Oh. And it's, it you does know what you should try well. next time? Drink mm. like a good two bottles of water before you go down for a nap. Like get really hydrated and you oh. might not feel as ick. Like I find hey. if I'm not hydrated before the nap, I wake up groggy. I feel sort of sick, like dizzy. Yeah. 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 It's a weird feeling. But if I hydrate before, it's like a whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. Maybe I'll, I'll try that. I don't know. I've always mm-hmm. viewed naps as like, a nice to have, but I can't do it. <laughs> and I just accepted it about myself. But perhaps, yeah, perhaps that could be something that that I I try. Okay, I will try the hydration thing. We may be entering like testing nap territory tomorrow. But no, not know. long. Like you, I was talking no. to my therapist because I was like, oh, I could nap for hours if you let me. But she's like, no, um, that's not good. Then. <laughs> but she said, like. <laughs> I could do, she said, 30 to 45 minutes, 20, well, 20 to 45 minutes is like an okay time for a nap. It's just like a power nap. Like it's a quick, like pick me up and then you're like super energized for the rest of the day. And then it doesn't screw up your sleep pattern at night. Um, But not everyone can just sleep for 20 minutes. Like I feel like you have to train your body for those. And then you don't feel like crap when you wake up anymore. I just, I love sleeping. Like if I could be a professional sleep tester like oh go test mattresses i could do that or like a professional cuddler i'd be so good at that too <laughs> is there such a thing there is there's people out there that do it no but i don't yeah man like go look Shut it up, it's up. A thing. really they get paid to cuddle people and i was like my love language is physical touch i would love that i think it would be amazing 100 percent, hands down Okay, I'm actually looking this up as we're recording this because I am so curious mm-hmm. if professional cuddler is an actual thing. Hang on a it's second a thing. here. I, a d- thing. I don't know. I don't know Girl, if Girl, if you can sell your feet online, you can definitely <laughs> cuddle people for a living. But really? It's a thing. Uh-huh. How, okay, one of the questions is how do I get a job as a cuddler? To be labeled a professional cuddler or cuddle therapist, you must undergo oh training God. to get certified. What now? Shut up. I want to do it. Really? I, I was talking to a friend about it like not long ago and I was like, dude, I want to do this. He's like, me too. I was like, we could get paid to cuddle people. But he's like, yeah, not in a sexual wow. way though. I'm like, 100% not sexual. Just like you cuddle them, they go to sleep and you're good to go. 
Yeah. That's interesting. You and know, I bet I was... you get paid good for it. Like, imagine you pay your massage therapist or, like, your chiropractor good money if you're a therapist and just cuddling them. I'm sure, like, that's a very wow. intimate thing. So they'd have to pay pretty good. I need yeah. to look it up here. I think that could be, like, a third job for me. You know what? Professional <laughs> cuddlers, it says here, can have hourly rates ranging from 80 to $160 per the- hour. Why aren't we doing yeah. this? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't could know. be like, I could be saving and investing and all the things. If anyone wants me as their professional <laughs> cuddling therapist and wants to pay me $100 an hour, say less, I'll be there. Wow. That I'll just, be there. Oh, my gosh. That so blew my mind that that is an actual thing. And you know what? It's yeah. funny because I was actually, um, I was looking into this. Because me, one of my love languages is physical touch. And when I don't have my my kids around, I find I find I like I lack that. Right? Okay, well pay me a hundred dollars now and I'll come cuddle you. You know what? As a friend, I feel like I deserve a discount of free. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say twenty percent off, but like Okay. I take tips too. We'll still end out at 100, right? It would cost me like three times that to fly out to see you or to fly you to me. So I feel like the cuddle itself should be free. I'm just you know, saying. I have a friend who wants to do it too. I think we might need to have like a little side thing here. I'm going to talk to this person after this call. You should. Yeah. Well, not really call, but you know. Yeah. I think of it as a call. After we record. Yeah. No, we, we absolutely... Yes, you should absolutely do that. This this just blew my mind. I mean, I can see it it it, it is a thing though because especially for those of us who like need that that touch, that's one thing I've missed being being single because I don't I don't get that. I don't have that and that is one of the ways that I feel cared for and loved and fulfilled right and so yeah. it's it, it is lacking I'm sorry, so, I don't know. all i can think about is i have the name for my business christina's cuddles and like i'm just there <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is amazing i am oh, going man. into business Holy if anyone's moly. looking i'm getting a website up <laughs> you know what i'll come out and i'll do video work for you there we go we'll trade services Woo! i'll trade i'll trade my I video mean, services for cuddles <laughs> I would be so good at it. I'd be like, oh, let me play with your hair, rub their back, give them a little cuddle. Oh, my God. I'd be so good at this. Wow. Like, I yeah. did not know this was a thing. I love the direction that this episode took. Like, seriously. I mean, that was What great. else would you expect? What else would you expect? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this my God. I love fantastic. it. fantastic. I love this. I love that this is. And there we go. We found Christina, her side hustle. And she's already got a business name and potentially a business partner. So here we go. Yeah. Like, that person can help the Alberta region. I'll do the BC region. I'll take 10% cut for, because it was my idea. And... <laughs> You heard it here Say first, less. folks. Here you go. You heard, you heard it, it here, here first. first. Yeah. So if anyone's interested, it's 100 bucks an hour. I will cuddle <laughs> you in a very non-sexual way and just be your homie. You can. I'll have the music that you like. We'll have a little test, like a personality test to make sure it's a good vibe. Yeah, got it all going. Yeah, wow. Great. Look at this. You've got like half your business <laughs> plan started already. And the best part <laughs> is is doing this is you, you have to conduct market research. So... 
you know, mm-hmm. there's that mm-hmm. as well. You have to, and you have to test the different types of cuddles and all the rest of that. And could you imagine the videography that would go into this? Like for oh, I can see that's the thing. That's the funny thing. Oh my You're gosh! That, can yeah. we please like actually do this? Like I am totally <laughs> down. And also, like I think for being a professional cuddler, like if I'm actually going to go through with it, I would need to do like some criminal record checks and stuff like that to make uh-huh. sure the person's not like a serial killer, because like yeah. I got to protect myself first, right? 100%. So there would have to be a really you know intense interviewing process. Mm-hmm. But I could start with friends and family. Like, I'll totally. give you a discounted rate. Okay. So totally. There you we're go. We're going to have to cut this podcast off because i got to go start another business. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just found Christina's new life calling. Ta-da. Oh, my gosh. It would, like, meet my needs too, though. Like, I'd be getting paid to meet my own needs. Girl, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to drink my Pepsi and just stop talking because my mind is spinning right now. It is going right now. And I have a feeling this is going to continue on late into the evening tonight. As, Dang, I'm, I'm not going to sleep good now. You're, I'm gonna you're not. about it. Oh, geez. Which is really ironic because you're like, I'm going to be a professional cuddler, but I'm so excited I can't sleep. Isn't like cuddling supposed to like relax totally. you? And yeah. yeah. Totally. That is I'm so hilarious. I seriously did not think that was a thing. I thought you were pulling my leg when you were talking about a professional cuddler. Well, you learn something new every day, Christina. I sure did, whether I want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> Personal growth it. every day. Every day, girl. I love I'm it. I'm here for it. Same. Amazing. Well, yeah. I think we're just going to end on that note. I mean, it was good. I don't think we can top you wanting to be a professional cuddler. I feel we've reached like the peak of this episode and we should end on a high note (laughs) it sounds like you want to have an orgasm like what the hell's going on (laughs) well i mean what is what is the phrase spooning leads to forking you know it's (laughs) no never say that again (laughs) oh my god um you know what audience if you have made it with us to to this point in the episode and you're still with us after this we love you and we are so glad that you are still with us <laughs> we hope we entertained you on this wonderful day that I, you're listening you know what I, I you entertained me i think we entertained ourselves this evening that was absolutely delightful <laughs> it was it really was christina where can people listen to more of our amazing episodes about cuddling dating <laughs> Stories, orgasms, I don't know. Orgasms, (laughs) sex. Where do they listen? Where do they go? So we have uh, all of our episodes are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're also on anchor.fm for those of you who choose not to pay for a streaming service and are weird like that. (laughs) It's not that (laughs) much, people. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you got to listen for free when times are tough. This is true. Okay, touche, touche. For those who choose not to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we do have Anchor.fm where you can catch all of our episodes for free. That's where we host our our podcast. And uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We are going to be coming up with some more panels. Uh, We're in the process of getting that figured out. And also some more single parent stories. If you know someone who is a single parent, 
parent or who was a single parent and would like to share their story, please do reach out to us. Uh, you can reach out to us uh, over email, Instagram, Facebook. You can send us messages. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or um, a topic that you'd like to hear about, we're more than happy to hear from you about that too. This podcast is for you. Uh, we come on here and this is our safe space where we can share uh, things about our lives and about what we're going through. And we hope that you connect with it. And so let us know if there's anything you want to hear and we'll catch you all on the next episode. You can find more great episodes featuring helpful information and amazing stories by searching Single Parent Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or visit www.lifesongfilms.com and click podcast. Thanks for joining us today. And remember, we're, we're all, all in this together. together.